Hey, everybody, it's C.J. Graham. That's right, Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th, Part 6, and you're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Breaking the Fourth Wall Podcast. Joining me tonight, returning from her trip to uh, liberal land, Miss Serenity Stone. (laughs) And, of course, in a burrito, out of burrito, Mr. Colin Washburn. Hey, hey, what's up? Hey, we're back. Uh, little little points of view that we need to put in, or not points of view, but a little 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 points of business to put in before we get into the topic of today's show. Number one, uh, we have retired the weekly podcast, uh, breaking the fourth wall weekly show. Although was doing well uh, due to time constraints, people having nine to five jobs, uh, raising families, whatever else, we've had a hard time getting together to keep up with the weekly performances. Especially with shows that are about two, two and a half hours long uh, every weekend. So instead, we have returned to just simply breaking the fourth wall podcast format, which means you'll be getting more shows. You're just going to be getting them in half hour increments, half hour, 45 minutes, whatever the case may be. So you'll still be getting your news buffet. We're still going to be doing, you know, Tinfoil Hat Society, Collins Corner, After Hours, all that stuff. They'll just be. Individual subject podcasts that will release during the week. Uh, so check that out. Enjoy it because uh, we ain't going to let it stop. And I especially wasn't going to let Don get away with not being able to do uh, funny Christmas uh, photos again this year because that was a huge hit last year. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. With that all being said, I want to get jump right into this. Uh, Serenity and Colin, I'm sure you guys have been following the uh kyle rittenhouse trial very closely very well uh what are your guys' takes on this before we really get into details here whoever wants to start first but you are you are familiar with it uh kyle rittenhouse was a 17 year old kid who uh uh came to the blm protests uh i hate using that term the riots uh, last year and wound up shooting three, uh, three people, killing two. Uh, obviously, it's an argument of murder versus self-defense, uh, which we'll go into more detail in the conversation. But you are familiar with that much and that we're going on the trials here. And actually, as of today, the jury is still deliberating uh, to render a verdict. Right. So that, that's where we're at. You're familiar at least with that much of it, correct? Yeah, I, yeah, I know the scenario. Okay, I just, I, 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 think it's messed up that they're messing with this guy, though. It's like it's self-defense, clearly. You know, you're in the ghetto. <laughs> well, unfortunately, wherever BLM is, it's the ghetto. That's what they turned yeah. it into. No, that is before I get oh. before I get blasted in the comments. No, I'm not meaning that black people are the ghetto. I'm meaning BLM, the rioters and looters, not. Yep people of color let me make that abundantly clear (laughs) 
Serenity, what about you? How, how caught up on the uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial are you? Uh, it was all over the news in L.A., so it was pretty much a live coverage going on around me. But I, I missed a few days. I did watch a lot of the closing statements. I've been keeping up with it. All right. Well, since you're more versed than than uh, than uh, than Colin here, what's your take on a, a lot of controversy with the prosecution and how they've been handling uh, handling the trial in, in its own right, uh, uh, trying to take away uh, Kyle's first amendment or Fifth Amendment right to be silent and using that as proof of guilt, uh, all the way up to the prosecutor during the closing statements. We, without even trying to sound like I'm joking, lifting up the AR-15 that Kyle used and pointing it at jurors with his finger on the trigger in court in the courthouse. Like, what what what's your what's your opinion of of how prosecution has handled uh, this situation? Oh man, I think that they're frustrated. Like. Half the shit that they tried to get admissible, it shouldn't have been admissible, so it wasn't admissible. So the judge came down on them pretty hardcore, and they thought, hey, we're trying to prosecute this co- crime. You're supposed to put all these laws and standards on the defense, and we're supposed to get away with doing whatever the hell we want to prove this guy is guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, no matter what our proof legally is. So okay. I think they were just torn down, lashing out. All right. Well, uh, let me, again, going back, going back to the uh, to the presenting, uh, for lack of a better term, presenting the AR-15, where the prosecution, where the, where the prosecutor lifted up the AR-15 during his closing statements, butted the gun into his shoulder, finger on the trigger. There was no clip in it, but finger on the trigger and points it at the jury. Was that? just plain stupidity and lack of gun knowledge on his part or was do you consider that for lack of a better term here a scare tactic was he trying to intimidate the jury by making them look down the barrel of the presumed murder weapon i think they're trying to do the oj simpson glove thing you know like if the gun don't fit you must acquit well, this guy was carrying the gun, so he's guilty. You know, like, I, oh, it's laughable. But I think if it was supposed to scare them, it didn't work yeah, in a way that's it. positive. Well, I, I guess I guess the point I'm trying to make is, is, is again, uh, for people that don't know, Serenity is a gavid, uh, avid gun user. Uh, she she very much practices her for, uh, Second Amendment rights. And, Colin, if I'm not mistaken, you're an avid hunter, so you would know this, too. The prosecutor, when doing this, three things he did that were completely against any form of formal gun safety, like the first rules of gun safety. One, check to make sure that gun is clear. Treat all weapons as if they're live. Number one. Number two, never point a weapon at something unless you intend to kill it. And number three, unless you're intending to pull that trigger... You do not put your finger in the trigger well. You do not rest your finger on the trigger until you are ready to pull it. That's, he, that's he, like he, what a five-year-old. My, my daughter knows more about guns <coughs> than that. Like, uh, it's a comfortable place to put your finger 
straight where it has the protection of you not being on that trigger. You don't know what the weight of that trigger is. Yeah, it could be a hair trigger. Well, that, that's why I'm asking, was this more of a scare tactic, or was this guy just really that ignorant to gun safety? I think he's just that stupid, man. Yeah, it's kind of outlandish. <laughs> like, it was more like, hey, let's do some fireworks, or, you know, like, whatever he was trying to do, his brain cells were not involved in that decision. <laughs> Well, let me ask you this. Uh, right now, as the, the, the jury is deliberating, um, and there is no, like, uh, there, there is no, like, hush uh, thing or whatever on the jury. They're, they're you know, they're, they're not being isolated from the world or whatever else. They have no outside influence. Right now, we have 500 National Guards in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, lining the, the courthouse because BLM is already there and, and, Loudly over megaphones, proclaiming that if uh, if 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 Kyle walks, if this winds up being a self-defense verdict where he gets acquitted, they are going to, and I quote, "burn this motherfucker down." Everyone, get the fuck out of town because I mean, I want to riot if he is proven guilty because that proves that if somebody walks around in my front yard and hits me with something three times and tries to kill me and I shoot them to protect myself and my family, that I now am a murderer. I mean, well, that, I that, want to riot if he's guilty. Well, that, that, that you'll, you won't get it because, you know, the people that are supporting uh, Kyle are the people that would not riot if things don't go their way. But uh, <clears throat> the, the, the fact of the matter is, it, the, the question I was going to ask is, uh, how much do you think this is going to play a part in the decisions uh, uh, for, the, for the verdict of Kyle Rittenhouse? I mean, these jurors can hear outside the death threats. The judge has been getting death threats already and stuff like that. And, I mean, these poor jurors, I, I feel for them. I really do. Like, we can blatantly see and say that this is a, a self-defense, you know, that this is a self-defense uh, uh, case case there 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 is no murder there is no racism to it it's a white at best it's a white on white crime you know we'll go into more detail here in a minute but i mean these jurors have to look at that and say do we serve justice which will justice is kyle is is acquitted or are they going to be looking at it as like we got to stop our town from being destroyed and ruin this kid's life I think it probably yeah. will come down. Yeah, how do if they, they go? Which direction do they go with it? Oh, they, if they decide that they're going to have to go guilty, they're going to know that in an upper court it's going to be overturned. Therefore, they would have to retry in order to get an actual guilty verdict. So they're only delaying the inevitable because either way, it's either going to come back self-defense or a less degree of murder. They're saying that he had intent because he crossed state lines with a weapon and had it like out where people could see it. So he had the intent to use it and kill somebody. But that's even that's a lie though. Gun, yeah, when I oh no, there's so the reason why they think that it is murder is because they thought that his intent when going there and crossing state lines and wielding a weapon 
show that that's what he wanted to do and he was just waiting for somebody to come to do it to. Well, normally but, normally would we would argue semantics here, but the fact of the matter is is that he worked in Kenosha. He his father lives in Kenosha. He has ties to that community number one. So really crossing state lines is inadmissible. And the gun never crossed borders. The gun was always in Kenosha. So he didn't come with the gun with intent. He came to Kenosha, picked up the gun, and then went about doing what, like I said to you before we started recording, where it shows that the, for majority of the day before any of this violence happens, even though he had the AR-15 strapped to his back, he was doing humanitarian services. He was cleaning graffiti and helping people who needed medical aid. It wasn't until he was threatened yeah, he was doing the right thing. that he ever pulled the gun out. Now, again, I'm not arguing the point that a 17-year-old shouldn't be walking around the streets with an AR-15. That, that was just stupid on his part. However, the argument that he crossed state lines with intent is, is already proven debunked. It's, it's false. Because he did not cross state lines with a weapon. And he did not have intent of ever using that weapon for anything other than self-defense as proven through the hours of him cleaning graffiti and helping, including protesters, with medical aid when needed. And it wasn't... That, How many other that, it doesn't even have to go that far. If you, yeah, like, he's showing the weapon on his person. If you're going to go somewhere to actually kill somebody... You're not going to walk around with that gun out. When I'm open carry in Colorado, I'm out there showing people, yes, I have this, but I'm not out there to use it. It's like I'm hunting or I'm camping, you know, like right. I'm not hiding it for nefarious right. purposes. I'm, I'm showing it for good purpose. I'm showing it to let you know. I could defend myself to stay away from me, but I don't want to do anyone harm because I'm showing them I right. can. Right. Therefore, I'm not going to. Yeah. If a bear shows up, you can do something about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of those around. Yeah. Bears' lives matter. How many other people? <laughs> How many right? Other people had weapons that were walking around that nobody thought, you know, but he was attacked by these people that were rioting, and he defended himself. That's that's how it works. That's what we're supposed to do, right? That's well, the way we've all been told our whole lives. Well, that, that, that's what the law is. Yeah, that's exactly what the law is. And, and that, that, that kind of goes back to my point. The self-defense thing is absolutely the fact because every video, whether grainy or now the new drone one that they're arguing uh, for, the defense is arguing for a mistrial for because they found out that the prosecution was sitting on these higher quality video until this weekend. And uh, after they've already had the closing arguments and everything else. So now, you know, the defense is again calling for a mistrial. Question number one from this is, would you rather this see, uh, see this be a mistrial? Or would you rather just get a verdict and have it finally done and over with? Oh, I don't know. Well, I think that a mistrial would just continue everything that's going on and we kind of need to bookend all this shit and get past it because that's what we need to do as humans like yeah. get over it but right. i mean you need to set a precedent you know precedent yeah they they need to say that it was self-defense but if they say that it was guilty like it makes sense for the, the media's proposal to the world of the new reopening where you have to watch what you do in public because no matter if you're right or wrong, you just go to jail for it. 
That's yeah, absolutely it. Well, out of our right. Well, okay, look, since, since we brought up the media, let's go ahead and play with the media a minute here. And, of course, with BLM protesting outside right now uh, for, the, for, the pro, uh, for the verdict and everything else, mainstream media has been painting Kyle Rittenhouse as a white supremacist simply because he's a 17-year-old Trump supporter. Even Joe Biden, while he was campaigning to become president, painted this kid as a white supremacist. Please tell me where in this trial anything has to do with race. Where does it show that this kid's a racist? He kill, If he murdered, he murdered three white people. There is no white on black crime. There was no miscarriage of justice to somebody of color. Why is this being labeled as a racist kid? Especially when one of the people that were shot and killed by him was the one using racial epithets, the N-word, and everything else while he was burning and looting and threatening to kill Kyle, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. But yet Kyle's the one being marked as a racist. Is it, be, is it because they want the, the, the mainstream media want to paint the narrative? Or is it simply the dumb fucking Trump derangement syndrome that simply because this kid's conservative, he's automatically a racist? Uh, I'm yeah, asking. That, yeah, I'm asking your guys' opinion. I think that because the protests were BLM events, I hate to use that word of events, but they were planned things by BLM people that they feel that whether you were white, black, doesn't matter what your skin color is, you were there in support of our movement and you were killed at our movement. So therefore it makes it a matter of BLM. I wouldn't say it's race, I would say it's defending their view on what the protest meant. But I mean, again, you know, you, you would think even under uh, the BLM and Antifa, like you wouldn't want to paint these guys as heroes and this kid as a racist. When again, one of the two that was shot and killed, I can't remember the guys' names, but I remember, I remember the people that they are. The first one that was killed was this skinhead looking ginger guy. He made a uh, grab for Kyle's gun. Rosenbaum? Yeah, Rosenbaum. He made a he made a grab for for uh, Rittenhouse's gun. He was calling everybody the N word, threatening to kill Kyle if he ever caught him alone that night. You know, and and the history of this guy is he's an eleven uh, eleven time convicted child molester, in and out of jail. In fact, he just got out of uh, psychi- psychiatric care the day of the riots. And instead of going home after getting out of, you know, getting out of the insane asylum, if you will, he went over and, and started the shit with BLM. That's number one. Number two, the kid who was beating uh, Rittenhouse when he was trying to go to the cops with a skateboard. Oh, <laughs> Anthony Hoover. Anthony Hoover. Again, he was shot and killed. But this guy is, again, this kid is no hero. This, this guy was a, 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 communist, uh, a communist sympathizer who... Slapped his own grandmother, had assault charges for slapping his own grandmother. And then the final idiot, the one that got shot in the arm, 
He got shot in the arm. He's the only one that didn't die, but he actually pulled a gun on Kyle Rittenhouse and aimed for his skull. Where well, are these he guys? Have killed him, he would have. Right. Where are these guys' heroes? And why would BLM even try to defend them, regardless of the situation, when these are the types of people that they are? And to me, that just we seems stupid in, all around. But we live in a world where people believe the headline and don't read the article. So people will believe more of what somebody else tells them or what the headline written on the news is, but they're not actually doing the research to find out the facts of anything. Like, half the people probably don't even know that he got hit three times in the head with the skateboard, and it was around his neck, and he probably would have been killed if he didn't defend himself against that Huber kid. Okay? Like, it's not... It's not freaking secretive that he was defending himself. It's just not being reported on that all the facts of the case are... Well... What? Go ahead, Kyle. Or, yeah, Kyle. (laughs) Colin. (laughs) Go ahead, Colin. You know, it's kind of messed up because you got all this stuff going on where they're saying, oh, yeah, this person's on trial for murder. But, like, if he's under attack, why is he on trial for murder? You know, the other people are dead. What about the guy who pointed this uh, at his skull, you know, and tried to shoot him in the skull? Isn't he on trial, too? Because he tried to murder the other guy. Attempted? Yeah, attempted murder. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? Oh, no, he's a hero. He's a hero because it it fits the narrative. See, that's what I was in a discussion. Go ahead. I I was talking to people, and they were saying, like, why the hell was he even out there anyway? He should have just stayed home. I know that he has ties there, but, like, if if he knew that it was unsafe there, he should have stayed home. But, like, the problem is, is not everyone, when they're helpless and hopeless and feel trapped, want to just live in that trapped world that the media is telling them they live in. Some people wanted to go out. I mean, I went to the protest. You guys know that. I wanted to feel my freedom. I didn't want to feel hopeless and helpless anymore. So I went went a couple of nights. I had a great experience, met a lot of great people. There was some crazy shit happening, but it wasn't happening around me. It was happening where I could see it. But there was nothing that anyone should have been fighting or using fists or skateboards or anything for, I mean, it just blows my mind because people were just trying to be free. People were just trying to feel not helpless in this world because of fucking media telling them the fucking world is shut down, they have to stay in their house, and who knows what's going to happen. You could die if you breathe. Well, look, 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 I'm not going to defend Kyle for being for being a a dumbass. Did he have a hero complex that he thought he had to go out there and get involved? Yes. Was that a stupid move on his part? Yes, probably. (laughs) But at the same time, I can't blame Kyle because, again, think back to a year ago when this shit happened. And, you know, the riots were happening and the looting and the destroying of property and old people getting beat with bike chains and shit like that. And the cops were told to do nothing. 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 Yep. Stay out of it. Let them do what they're going to do. When you do that, when the government, when regardless of, of, of municipality or, or federal, when the government says stand down to who is supposed to serve and protect, 
Of course there are going to be people in the community that says, Nah, fuck that. I've had enough. I'll go out and do it myself. Who created Kyle Rittenhouse in that situation? The government did. Not even the media. The government did. When the government refused to step in, normal citizens must. If the government would have sent the cops in to break this shit up, Kyle Rittenhouse would never have happened. And that is the God's honest truth. That is fact. 100. You know, um, I'm not defending the fact that he's got a hero complex. He does. He shouldn't have been there. He's a 17-year-old kid. He should have been staying home playing Xbox. That's not the argument. But the fact that he go, intending to go kill BLM protesters, no. He went to try to help the people in the community. And unfortunately, he was thrust into situations that most of us wouldn't know how to handle it. And actually, if I'm going to praise Kyle in any way, shape, or form, I would praise how much restraint he actually showed until he was in grave danger to even possibly pull the trigger. That's my honest opinion on it. You know, he ain't the only one who showed up to help the situation. I'm sure there was all kinds of other volunteers that were there to try to help dissolve the situation or defuse it or to help clean up the graffiti and clean up the mess and help put out the fires or whatever. You know, I'm sure there were hundreds of people who showed up to help with that kind of stuff. But uh, everything's focused on Kyle because he got attacked and defended himself. You know, that's not fair. It's not right. Hell, if anything, if anything, if BLM wants to complain about anything, about the riots and everything else... Okay, you want you want to hate this kid because he's a white kid who 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 shot three white people who were protesting for BLM. All right, what about all the BLM protesters who killed David Dorn, a black guy who just defending his business? They beat him to death. Yeah. Where's the outrage on that? Where we've never once heard a peep about a black man being beaten down by this BLM Antifa bullshit. Not once have we heard anything on it, but a white kid kills a couple other white kids in self-defense and we're threatening to burn down the town again. You're telling me this 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 proves the inequality for black people that black lives matter, but yet is, David Dorn's life didn't mean. fucking matter. It's the headlines. The headline said three people <coughs> shot by Kyle Rittenhouse in the BLM protest. So everybody read the fucking headlines and didn't fucking read the story. So they all probably do think that it's a race thing and that he killed three or two black men and injured another. Like they probably don't realize. Yeah, There's the media for you. The media does that. They get people to pass judgment before they even know what's going on. And it's pathetic. Absolutely. All right. Well, well, the, the final the final thing I'll bring into this here uh, for for my aspect of it anyway, um, if you guys want to continue on with the conversation afterwards, but it's the last thing I'll bring in. Um, overall, what do you think you yourself, with every all the knowledge that you have, maybe some of the knowledge you picked up in this conversation, how do you think the it's going to be a two part question? How do you think the jury is going to find and how do you think the uh, protests and community at large will respond to the verdict that you think it's going to be? I don't care who starts. 
You want to go, Colin, or you want me to? Uh, you go ahead. Okay. I think it's going to come back not guilty, self-defense. I believe that they might throw a little tiff, break a few windows or something, but it's not going to be anything big. I don't think that... I think that the media, again, is playing a big role in what they're saying is going on there. When you probably have people on the ground and you ask them if the people are upset and you think they're going to riot, they would probably say, no. I, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I, I really think it's self-defense, and if it comes back anything else, it's going to be overturned. All right, fair enough. Colin? Well, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on the situation. See, I, I would like to say I would love to see him be acquitted on this and have it dismissed and then find him um, be in self-defense. Because, obviously, you know, if they got people throwing skateboards at him, trying to grab his gun and stuff like that, and he's in the middle of a riot, and he's trying to clean up a graffiti and do the right thing, and all these people are attacking him, I feel he had every right to defend himself. And so, hopefully, they will come back with that verdict. Um, now, whether or not people riot because of that, that's on them. That's their own fault for doing that. If they want to riot, then they can riot. Um, but I don't believe that they should. I believe that they need to realize what they're up to. They need to um, analyze the entire situation and realize that people people um, get carried away. You know, people get caught up in the moment. And if somebody's swinging at me, um, which I actually have another situation I'll explain later, but if someone's going to swing at me, I have every right to defend myself with my two hands, with a weapon, whatever. Because, you know, I'm not going to let somebody just beat me up or try to kill me or anything like that. That's, that's un-American. We don't do that. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. My, my stance on it is I, I absolutely 120,000% believe that it should come back not guilty or quitted. One way or another, this kid was, was guilty of nothing but being trying to do the right thing in the wrong place. That is, you know, 100,000%, everything that I've seen about it, everything I've heard about it, everything I've read about it, there's no way that this kid went with the with the intentions of killing anybody there wasn't even involuntary manslaughter there was no maliciousness intent in it at so whatsoever except to preserve his own safety and the safety of those around him however i am fearful that it's going to come back a guilty plea to put him in jail to placate the masses i think the jury is going to be uh, swayed in that manner for fear of their town and the fear of their own safety, which is exactly what BLM and, and the alt-left protesters are trying to achieve outside the courthouse right now. This is intimidating them into the verdict that they want. You can't convince me otherwise. I, I, I think this has been a show trial from day one. I think uh, I think... I think everybody and their brother can see that this kid is guilty of nothing more than being, uh, uh, you know, uh, somebody who thought of himself as a hero. But I think the circumstances in that town right now is going to sway the jury to choose to protect its town over serving justice for this kid. And it's a damn shame that that that's my prediction on it. Well, we'll have to hope for the best, I suppose. 
It just sucks because, I mean, you look at the situation, it's like, what 17-year-old kid, you know, would ever want to go and just kill people? You know, he's trying to do the right thing, and he's cleaning up his graffiti and things, and, and then, like, he gets sucked into all this. And he, he went there with a weapon to defend himself because he could see that it was a, a situation, you know, but he was ready and prepared to face it if he had to. Um, just like I, I'm certified for disaster relief with the Salvation Army. Um, you know, if they call, I go, and they put me on a plane. If there's a hurricane somewhere or something like that, I'm prepared to sacrifice myself, my time, or my life if need be, because that's who I am. You know, this guy obviously had a good heart, and he wanted to help people, and he went there to help people, and it backfired on him, and he ended up having to shoot someone, you know, shoot multiple people because they were attacking him. Well, look, you know, he, this is... This is what I think should happen. I think all the jury, all 18, not just 12, and their families and Kyle and all of his family should be able to join the witness protection program. And they should be able to say whatever the hell they actually believe and have the freedom to make the verdict out of their own Judgment, yeah. Not, yeah, not just because they feel that it's the pressure of the people or the media or anything. I think that they should all be offered complete, like, you can move to France if you want to. And just let them know, like, make whatever decision you want and whatever you feel comfortable with. And you have this option on the side. If you're afraid for your family and the safety of the people you care about, then here. We'll give you this, and we'll pay for you for the rest of our lives because that's what the court system is about. It's not about rigging the jury and pressuring them and fearing, making it a fear campaign to make it go the way that either the media or people want it to go. I'm still not even – I'm not – I don't believe this whole Black Lives Matter shit is really going on. I honestly think it's a media thing saying that it's going on. Well, no, it's going on, and that's where I was going to take it a step farther to what you were saying. I wouldn't offer witness protection to Kyle or his family or the jurors because of the fact that if, if I could have my way here, I'm not saying that Black Lives Matter is wrong for wanting to protest. No, if you that is your constitutional right. You want to protest? Protest. Do it the right way, though. Use your megaphones. Use your voice. Cause a little bit of verbal disruption. And, and annoyance, that's fine. When you're looting and rioting and beating people in the streets and threatening people's lives, that is not protesting. That is not peaceful assembly. That is, that is literally, I, I will call it what it is. That is being a, uh, uh, an enemy of the state. That is being an enemy of the country. That is being an enemy of the township, whatever you want to call it. And quite honestly, in my opinion... Kenosha police and wherever else these riots and protests will happen it's time to start sending in the riot gear people and handling this shit the way an insurrection should be handled period no 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 no. you don't need to there's like 15 people man like now now but we're 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 entering this we're entering December New York Post I'm looking at the news in the UK and all the pictures that they have outside of the the Rittenhouse trial and saying that they're saying that tensions growing outside the courthouse. 
there's literally like the same 15 people in every single different shot that they have of outside the courthouse. No, there's you're you're right. Max. You're right, but when but when that when that verdict comes back and let's say he does get acquitted or it's found not guilty. That 15 is going to turn into thousands because they're all going to be going out and, and stealing Christmas presents. But that's because they want to have fun. That's because they want to go out and make a ruckus, man. Yeah, well. Like, this is just an excuse to go out and root and riot, riot and take whatever the hell you want. I mean. And I think they should be held accountable for their actions. I think if 15 people decide to riot, they should be arrested on site, on camera, so mm-hmm. they can see it. I hope it, that we punish people that pull crap like that. I I hope I honestly hope that if if the the police and the federal government will not put down these rides this time around, I hope there is fifteen hundred more Kyle Rittenhouses. I do, because this shit needs to stop. Right. I mean, I'm seeing a, a still image of him holding the gun when all this shit was going down, the skateboard there, and everything like video of what happened. The kid looks fucking scared to death when he's holding that fucking gun up, man. Well, yeah. How would you feel in that situation? Let, let put yourself in Kyle's shoes facing that. That's what scared. I'm saying, man. He was fucking scared. He didn't do that because he wanted to. He didn't he was scared of pulling that trigger. He was scared of yeah. everything. He looks like a little boy who was in the wrong place and shouldn't right. have ever been there. Kid wouldn't be. I mean, I can't think of a 17-year-old kid that I have ever met that wouldn't be freaked out and scared shitless in that situation. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the fact of, mat- in fact of the matter of it, is, is the media narrative trying to push, the, uh, push, push that this kid's a murderer when it was clearly self-defense. And, of course, the, the non-existent racial part of it. There's no reason for this to be racially motivated, and yet for some reason... It's being it's being promoted by the mainstream media as a race thing, and it's absolutely retarded. All all they're doing is trying to they're trying to incite a riot. I think that you know as much as I just got done saying that that if it breaks out into rioting and looting, that they need to be held accountable for their actions. I think the mainstream media, with their blatant lies and bullshit and their race baiting and everything else should be held accountable for inciting riots. Let's be honest. Yep. Yep. They should be. They should be on trial for everyone that they hurt and kill when they give up information that shouldn't be out there and somebody dies because of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. At the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is no way if racism exists in this world, if there is uh, the shit that we're being fit, spoon-fed every day. If this shit really, really, really did exist, and I'm not saying there's no such thing as, as white supremacists, there are. And there's just as many racists in the people of color as there are in white people. You can't tell me otherwise. There's no such thing as reverse racism. It's, it's racism or it's not racism. The end. <laughs> you know, uh... With all that being said, this is not the way to end racism. More divide is not the way to end racism. Spinning truths is not the way to end racism. Sitting down and having an honest conversation and coming up with things that were, are equally beneficial for both parties, that's how you end 
racism. <laughs> yeah, we don't tear down all the statues that signify all the people that died during the Civil War. You know, that doesn't help anything. If we forget what happened, then it's lost. If we don't remember, we'll like, yeah, people in this country have screwed up. Yeah, there's no reason that we had to take black people from Africa and bring them over here to build our country. You know, we did. I mean, not us personally, but our ancestors did. Mine didn't. Or didn't, you know. But it, either way, they're here now. They're Americans now. And yeah, they've been oppressed for ages, you know. And they spoke out and they said, hey, we're tired of being feeling oppressed. And you can't blame them. But at the same time, you know, to drag this poor kid through the mud over all this, that doesn't seem right. That's it. Final thoughts, Serenity. No, I'm, I'm just really, I'm, I'm shocked at how the media can control the world and that people believe whatever they read when reality isn't always what you see. When things can because be created. Because if this thing goes sour, it's going to cause a big problem. Because then where do we draw the line between defending oneself or murder? I mean, anybody who defends himself can now be charged for murder when they're clearly defending themselves. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. How is that so far-fetched? We're living in a world now where the FBI are labeling concerned parents as fucking domestic terrorists for arguing with school boards. Right. Well, what about the fact that Pfizer and these drug companies don't want to be held responsible for what happens with this vaccine? There's another thought there, too. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, what if people die? Do they get charged with murder? No, of course not. Nope. <laughs> they, they've already signed off. They're not liable. That's it. Before you get the vaccine, you sign that paper. Yeah, and they wonder why I don't want the vaccine. You're not liable, um, so there's no recourse if I get sick and, and I die. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, right. I'll sign up for that. Yeah, when, when do I get my little food pellet and get to lick on the water bottle being the fucking lab rat? Right. And it's just, it boils down to where do you draw the line between self-defense and murder, you know? Like, for me, I'm in a, in a current situation where, you know, um, I was shooting with a girlfriend. I went to her house, you know, early in the morning to sit down and talk to her because I was just tired of shooting. You know, I ran up the steps, went to jump in her bed, and I landed on some other guy. Huh? Um, yeah, shocker for me. Um, drunk dude, there's beer cans and booze bottles laying all over the room, and um, he starts to swing at me. Well, I'm not going to put up with that, and I'm not going to get my butt kicked by some drunk guy in a bed, especially since I haven't drank in 14 years. Um, so, yeah, I defended myself. I popped him a couple times to get him off me because he was holding my shirt, so I couldn't get off of the top of the guy. Um, and I didn't complain. I didn't call the police because I've been there before. I was drunk. I didn't remember what I did. Right. So I tried to be nice about it and just not call the police. And I left home in tears. I left and went home in tears. And now I have to go and deal with assault charges because they went to the hospital for his little uh, cut on his eye, a little fat lip. You know, I didn't go to the hospital and complain about my cauliflowered ear and the cut on the inside of my mouth. You know, but now I have to go and defend myself in the court and say, no, I'm sober and this person attacked me. And here you go, you know, against two drunks. So, so yeah, where do we draw the line between defending yourself or aggression or anger? You know? Well, you I mean, yeah, I'm not going to deny I was angry, but at the same time, this dude was trying to punch me and and <laughs> beat me up drunk in a bed that was my place to be, you know, not cool, you know, and I still have to go to court for this stuff, and I'm, I'm sad, you know. 
No, I get it. If anything, use this trial as, a, as an example because, I mean, the prosecution uh, did quote in saying that Kyle was getting beaten up and sometimes you just have to take your licks. That's not an excuse for self-defense. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, mean, I took my licks. I didn't call the police. I didn't go to the hospital. He went to the hospital and they, they called the police and said, oh, there was a conflict here. We need to report it. So now I have to go to court. Thanks. I was trying to save him all that. And now I'm in the middle of it. It's just not right. Agreed. Absolutely. So, guys, what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments section down below. Uh, if you are new to the channel, make sure you uh, give us a thumbs up, a like, a comment, a share. Uh, you'll find us on uh, Rumbler and, and BitChute and all that shit, too. And, of course, audio podcasts. You can check us out on Anchor.fm, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Pandora, fucking google and fucking apple and all the places you can find quality podcasts colin serenity let's go ahead and get it's been a while but let's go ahead and give an outro here <laughs> tell people where they can find you all right well you can find me on youtube you can find me on breaking the fourth wall um you can find me on facebook and if you want to send me a message talk to me or whatever just drop a line um drop me a message at colin washburn at gmail.com all right and serenity uh, Vinyl Prophet Records. About it. Look me up. I'm everywhere. There it is. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Vinyl Prophet Records. Go check out some of the bands she represents. And uh, if you're a band looking for representation, give her, a, give her a shout. Maybe she can help you take that extra step to the better world. Until then, guys, thank you for joining us. And we will catch you on the next Breaking the Fourth Wall. Have a good night. <laughs>